Okay, so Josette and I were going to do an intro about, like, Twas the Night Before Christmas, but we are like, no, we don't really like that. And then we decided we're going to talk about Krampus. But then we both realized we don't even know what Krampus actually is. So we we kind of maybe have an idea. We haven't even looked it up, actually. We just figured we would, uh, we would think out loud for our intro about Krampus today. Yeah, you know, I mean, in like, true Christmas spirit. For sure. Uh, I literally know nothing about him. I know, like, me and a few other people went to a haunted house and saw, like, a little figurine of him. So I, I guess I know what he looks like. I mean... You know more than I do, then, because... I mean, I know they made, like, a Krampus movie, but I never watched yeah, it. I never watched it either. I know he has hooves. Is he all... Is he a goat? Is that what he is? Wait, is he a goat? Yeah, like, is he a goat? Like a goat human? Or just like a literal goat? Well, okay, so... I don't know, because I've... I've seen... How did, how did Krampus even become a thing? I just want to... Because, like, what my guess is that Krampus comes for the bad kids. Do you think that, like... Okay, first of all, Krampus looks like a goat. From what I saw, this figure figure maybe whatever Krampus it looks like really ugly maybe but also who else looks like a goat the devil according to catholicism i don't remember who thinks that anyway um paganism i don't i don't remember anyway <laughs> i've never um, heard that but sure yeah <laughs> yeah the devil looks like a goat he's like half man half goat that's what the devil looks like um and so is is Krampus just the devil coming for bad kids? Is that is Krampus a Christian thing? I don't I don't even know how Krampus. Is it got pagan? Started. Well For some reason I feel Stan like Krampus is, is like actually Dutch, but Okay Well Christmas know. is a pagan holiday. Would it be pagan as well? Uh But if I say it's a pagan holiday, that'll kind of anger the Christians. Well, we only have, like, 25 people listening to this podcast anyways, and I feel like everyone who listens knows not to take us remotely seriously. <laughs> You're not wrong. But I don't know. I'm just saying, like, look, in my head, without looking up anything about Krampus, Krampus is there to scare off, like, scare the bad children. You know, you, you always hear about coal, right? The bad kids get coal. Well, cool. They're just going to be good because they want presents. You know what would scare me way more than Cole? Finding out that a goat human is going to murder my ass if I'm a misbehaved child. And if this isn't the origin of Krampus, then I feel like we're kind of onto something right now and that Krampus should just be used to scare the living shit out of kids into being good all year long. True. And then you have the really absolutely just fucked up adults who find Krampus hot and does, like, fan fiction art of him. That sounds disturbing and really wrong, and I'm also curious how you know that. I don't want to know that. I... Yet you do, and how? (laughs) Let's just say it's nothing that happened on my part. Uh, It was... Very much non-consensual showing me images of things. And I hated every second of it. Mainly because they depicted him 
with a very long tongue if you <laughs> catch my drift. And honestly, I'm scarred. Josette, what the hell did you watch? I'm not going to go into any more oh detail. God. Because I don't want to relive that memory. Wow. Okay. But I don't know what he is. And I'm kind of concerned. Well, either way, I mean, I just, I don't even get how Krampus became a thing either. Like, I always thought that it would be cool if Christmas had kind of a horror element to it. And I'm kind of surprised I never actually watched Krampus either. I should, I should watch that, honestly. I want to say, like, faintly, faintly, I remember, like, seeing this one movie that, like, Santa, it was like a pagan movie, I can't remember, but Santa was, like, actually evil and like ate humans but he would turn into a demon okay who the fuck knows you know you know what we're gonna do just i'm gonna look it up right now what krampus is and whoever doesn't know or whoever does know is gonna find out with us what it is or find out exactly how wrong we were so we're gonna go to handy danny trusty wikipedia okay sounds like a plan oh my god i was right let's go it says it says the krampus is a horned an anthropomorphic figure in central and eastern alpine folklore who during christmas season scares children who have misbehaved look at that what and it says he assists santa claus oh so it's like his sidekick it says assisting saint nicholas the pair visit children with saint nicholas rewarding the well-behaved children with modest gifts and is badly Krampus, behaved kids only receive punishment from Krampus. With is Krampus Mrs. Claus? Is there some sort of like, you know, no, I haven't seen some sort of like hint, hint, nudge, nudge thing? Oh, it's out there. 100%. <laughs> That's great. Holy crap. I can't believe I'm right. Okay. That is cool. Hell yes. I was right about the goat. Were you? Yeah. You said he was a horned oh yeah yeah horned anthropomorphic figure yeah yeah um i was also kind of right about me thinking that it had like dutch roots too Mm. says the krampus tradition is being being revived in bavaria as well um Mm. and it has like it like it said eastern uh what is it like eastern european origins or something like that yeah central and eastern folklore so that's kind of cool i feel uh proud of myself not gonna lie so So, yeah children behave or krampus is gonna show up and beat you with a rod apparently and for those people who made the video that i watched actually behave because uh, you guys are gonna be like oh i'm not gonna i'm gonna misbehave i want krampus to show up at my door yeah fuck you get a life (laughs) therapy is so much a thing you should look into that. Uh, okay. Well, on that note, guys, please enjoy our season finale Christmas episode uh, where we get touchy-feely and stuff, you know, so. Happy holidays! Welcome back, everyone. Very final episode of season one. Forever. Of all the dirty little secrets. Final episode uh, forever. Final episode forever, huh? Well, I didn't, realize, retirement. I didn't realize Josette was no longer going to be a part of this podcast. So this is awkward. Yeah, I thought I'd break it to him live on air. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you're kidding. We know you wouldn't do that to me. 
No, never. So. Never. But another fun one for you guys because this one <laughs> is also unedited. Because <laughs> it's freaking Christmas week. Who wants to edit during Christmas? Yeah, even if that means the entire episode you guys hear Josette's dog whining like crazy. He wants food, and I can't give him anything because he's already eaten. So, I'm not trying to have him get diabetes. Well, and and Josette also said her dinner was trash, so she couldn't give him any of that either. No, plus you shouldn't really be feeding your dogs human food. It's bad for them. Yeah, Joe, stop feeding them grapes. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> you caught me there gosh darn it that was a fun time good lord oh i i recall very well yeah oh man well by the time this comes out it'll be what three days until christmas because christmas is yeah. saturday isn't it yeah technically yeah. friday for me are you guys celebrating on friday we always celebrate on christmas eve oh okay what are you guys doing um we're getting together and making patches with my abuelitos, opening the presents at midnight. A perfect Latin Christmas. Dude, so speaking of Latin, um, I was just in San Antonio all weekend. And just a few hours before I hopped my flight, we stopped at this uh, this like little food truck for some real, like true, authentic Mexican food. Did you actually look at the snap that I sent you of it? Was it the, like, tacos and stuff? Yeah. The yeah. the birria tacos? Birria tacos. Oh, my gosh. So, we only got one empanada. Which, yes, I know I'm saying all this super white, but Where I'm about to, like, is a Mexican bust out empanada? my Spanish accent. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Wait, what was that reaction? Mexicans don't do empanadas. Oh, yeah. No, they, like, made them from scratch there. It was so freaking flaky. It was crazy. I couldn't believe how good the dough was. It was literally my favorite part of the whole meal. Hmm. And it was, like, a good-ass meal, too. What was it filled with? I don't even remember. I actually had to Google it because there were five different fillings. And one of them was something that I just never even heard of before. So I was like, uh, well, I will look this up and see if I can, uh, figure out what it comes with. Um, oh, here we go. It was, uh, picadillo. Picadillo. So, so on Google, it says it's a traditional dish in many Latin American countries in the Philippines. It is made with ground meat, tomatoes, and also raisins, olives, and other ingredients that vary by region. Um often served with rice or used as a filling in dishes such as tacos, savory pastries, or croquettes. Interesting. But it was so freaking delicious. Oh my god. I could not believe how good it was. I love empanadas when they're done well. I just think it's funny because... Dude, are you serious? You have to be squeaking that right now? Jesus Christ. That is talking to her dog. (laughs) I'm sorry. You guys can for sure hear that. Um, I was just... um, I've had like different kinds of empanadas like for example Chilean empanadas are kind of are so different from freaking Peruvian empanadas like I don't know they do things okay so like for example the only empanadas that I kind of like are Chilean ones but there's different varieties of Chilean ones like the ones that I like my mom's husband makes 
so I was about to say mom's boyfriend. Anyway, my mom's <laughs> husband makes, and um, they have like it's just like basically ground beef, but like spiced. However, they spice it, which is barely anything because it's Chile, and they think peppers is freaking. They're basically the white version of of the Latin America. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so. It's spiced with whatever the fuck they spice it. It's not spicy at all. It's a sweet empanada. So it's got, like, ground beef and then um, golden raisins. And then it's got an egg, like a hard-boiled egg and olives. And it's, like, sweet. Hmm. But it's good. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. I didn't know what to think of this one when I saw, like, what Picadillo actually was. And then I was like, well, whatever. We'll try it anyways. And... I was like, shit, I wish I would just gotten this for, like, my whole meal. It was that freaking good. I love that. Um, but anyways, I'm happy you mentioned your mom. Does your mom still listen to this podcast? Do you know? She keeps up with the episodes? I have no idea. I think she just listens to it when my brother listens to it. I'm hoping mm. that my brother doesn't listen to it often when he's around her. <laughs> mm. Well, Josette's mother, if you are listening to this, hello. I'm sorry that I never got to hang out with your family more, but Josette never like to bring me around ever yeah she's such a burden honestly i was so embarrassed it was just absolutely fucking terrible but what can you do people listening probably think that's a joke but no really (laughs) joe said only actually ever brought me around her family one time in the whole time we've known each other (laughs) well my mom visited often though You've sure. met my mom on more than one occasion. She would, like, yeah. stop by the house. Yeah, Josette's mom would always tell tell me, she's like, oh, like, you should you should come, like, spend time with us more often. Like, you're basically part of the family now, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to, except your daughter never invites me. I don't invite anybody anywhere. So. Let's be completely honest. But, yeah, I don't know. I think the very first time Cameron met my mom when she left, um... I'm pretty Dude, I don't sure. Remember the first time I met your mom? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you told me something like "shit, your mom's hot" or something about her boobs. I probably said something about her boobs. Most her, definitely, her mom has big boobs. <laughs> yeah, she does. G- genetically blessed. Also, I, keep... I probably said something about the fact that she was in heels and it was probably snowing. Because, dude, your mom—I've oh never not seen your mom in heels, no matter what the weather is. Okay, so growing up, my mom always used to wear those, like, sandal Doc Martens. Um, like, Docs were super big in her era, you know, which she was born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s. Docs, you know, Docs. And so, growing up, she always wore those, like, sandal Doc Martens or whatever. That's all she would wear. And then she got divorced. And <laughs> then she hit her, like wild stage in life and i've never seen her in anything but heels since that day nothing she'll go camping in heels she'll climb like she'll literally everything in heels and i'm just like mom stop she's like hobbling on the on the on the cobblestone like and i was like take off your fucking shoes take off your fucking shoes stop it what are you trying to impress that fucking deer over there no you're not no you're fucking and then you not. have josette who at the MGM a week and a half ago was wearing heels and looked like a baby deer learning how to walk for the first time. First of all, the heels were way too big for me. Second off, I was in tights. So I was slipping and sliding out of the shoes and I was like, fuck me. I also don't wear heels often. Just that was taking baby steps and she 
She I looked like a penguin. Like she was waddling. <laughs> I was like, pew, 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 pew. Oh, I felt so embarrassed. I was sitting there. I literally offered to like grab on so that she could hold on to my arm while she it walked, wouldn't have. Cause... It wouldn't have made a difference because my, my foot would have gone out of the heel anyway. Like, oh, man. here I was trying to look decent and all proper and everybody's like, has she ever, has she ever like worn heels before? It was fucking terrible. It was so funny. Jesus Christ. Anyway, oh, next man. time I'll just bring better fitting shoes, I guess. Well, before we uh, hop on to today's real content, Josette, you had a challenge last week, and it was the final challenge of season one. Yes. Woohoo. I'm going to disappoint make, so many people. You had to make some pan au chocolat, even though you had the option to make baklava instead. Yeah. You mm-hmm. chose a very time consuming. Well, dessert. both of them contain puff pastry, so both of them would have probably that is been true, a pain but... in the ass. Um, but yeah, here's how that went. So I attempted to make puff pastry. I did. I tried so hard. Um, Which for those of you who don't know what pan au chocolat is real quick, it's basically a chocolate filled croissant. Yeah. So you just use dark chocolate and you just roll it up. Um, anyway, so I was like, I I tried so hard. Did you? Jesus Christ. I did. I did. I... I made the dough and everything, started rolling it out, grabbed my butter, rolled it out, and then it was like, let chill in the fridge for an hour, and I was like, oh, joy, okay, put it in the fridge, and then I was like, oh, it's gotta be close to finish now, no, because what you do is you let it chill, you take it out, you cut it, you pull it over, you hold it over this way, you roll it out again, guess what you do then? Put Put it in the fridge for an hour, and I was like, this is gonna take five fucking did you not realize how long it actually takes when you... Well, I didn't realize you had to chill an hour in between. I thought it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, you just, like, put it in the fridge for a little bit. It'll be fine. I did try to speed up the process by putting it in the freezer. I think that messed it up. And so I gave up. And I went to the store just and I bought... It. And so I bought pre-made what? puff pastry. Um, I'm impatient. I didn't have time oh for the shit. Gosh. So I went to the store. I literally ran to Winco, bought a pre-made puff pastry, which... Everybody knows pre-made puff pastry tastes like ass. To me, personally, it's just not my favorite. But I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to make it work. I'm going to make it work. And so I bought, you know, the pre-made puff pastry. I cut it out and all the thingies that I needed it to be in. I rolled the little thingies, let it thaw out. It was fine. It was good. Um, chucked it in the oven. Okay. But I hadn't realized that it was supposed to be... Okay, so when you roll it, you take like two pieces of chocolate put on either end of this long rectangle mm-hmm. and you just roll it till it meets in the center right right i didn't realize you were supposed to then like basically i kind of like thought i knew what i was doing at that point and so i didn't really further read the instructions so i just left it there like the way it was i didn't realize that you're supposed to flip it over so it wouldn't unravel in the oven okay <laughs> so i just left it there on the pan chucked it in the oven it was in the oven for a good, like, five minutes, and I was like, fuck, I forgot the egg wash. So I took it out of, out of the I oven. I wondered why it looked so white, white and yeah, pale. Yeah, so fucking pale. So I was like, fuck, I forgot the egg wash. It had already been baking for a little bit at this point, okay? So I, like, shoved the egg wash on there. Like, that makes more sense. And then, and then I put it back in, and I was like, oh, perfect. It's, it's going great. Um, literally, almost as it's done <laughs> baking, I look at it, and they're unraveling, and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And so I look at the instructions, like, flip it over. I'm like, fuck me. So literally, as they're <laughs> almost done, like, literally five minutes done f- from baking, I take them out again, 
flip them over, and oh I'm like, fuck, gosh. there's <laughs> there's not egg wash on this side, so I shoved egg wash <laughs> on the already cooked fucking bottom of the thing. <laughs> And then I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And I put it back in the oven for the five fucking minutes that it needed to cook. And then I took it out. But this is not even the best fucking part, Cameron. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. (laughs) When I was at the store, I was looking at dark chocolate because I really love dark chocolate. And I was like, ooh, I got to get like the darkest dark chocolate ever. So I grabbed 100%. No! Yeah, I've Joe. never tasted 100% dark chocolate, okay? But oh, I grabbed 100% dark man. chocolate, and I was like, how bad can this really be? Dark chocolate can be, is really, really good. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> so here I was really proud of, like, these, like, things that I had originally messed up. They turned out looking okay. I was like, this is fine. Like, I salvaged it. It's fine. I took a bite, and I was like, fuck my life. Like, literally, fuck my life. Because dark, like, 100% dark chocolate, dry as fuck. Dry as fuck, absolutely nasty. Tastes like you're eating fucking, like, the pure, like, you literally, like, took the cacao bean and was like, that's what 100% dark chocolate tastes like. So I made so many of these because I planned to bring them to my uh, dinner I was going to that night. And I was just going to, like, save whatever was left over and bring it for, like, breakfast in the mornings at work, you know? Because I was like, oh, I'll just make 5 million of these, which I did. And so I, like... And now it's just, they're just sitting there. And my, my sister's so sweet. She was like, we can salvage these. Like, they don't taste bad. They just need more sweetness to them. She's like, we can add like an icing or something on top or we can coat them in like milk chocolate. And I was like, thank you for trying to make me feel better. But these are dead. These are dead. Oh, and I spent so much time and effort into trying to make these. And I'm an idiot and I should read instructions. That's basically what I learned. You also at least know better about using pure 100% dark chocolate. Now. I should have tasted it, you'd think, before I put it in the thingies, but I didn't so, think about that. I've only ever had it one time, because I only ever needed to have it one time. And it was when I went to Seattle a couple years ago. I went to the Theo Chocolate Factory and went on their tour there. And in their shop at the end of the tour, I bought one bar of 100% dark chocolate. I was like, I've never had 100%. I wonder what it tastes like. Whoo, boy. <laughs> not great i will it tell you great. that i it's not great at all i uh my taste buds my tongue my mouth just like all shriveled up and were temporarily deformed upon tasting it it's literally so, the worst yeah never ever use 100 percent pure dark chocolate only but yeah. uh yeah, so yesterday, well, as of we're recording this, yesterday, being uh, Sunday, I texted Josette and I said, hey, just wanted to ask, like, how did the pan out chocolate go? I said, don't really tell me much because, you know, it's like, I, I want to be surprised. Um, but I was like, but I want to know, like, you know, like, did it go as well as you thought it was going to be or what? And all she writes back is, um, well, I'm dumb, and I didn't give myself enough time, and now I'm kind of cheating. <laughs> and that was pretty much all I got. I and wasn't then she about sent me a... <laughs> to, you know, reveal all my secrets. And then she sent me a photo of the finished product, which was a very pale pan out chocolate. And very I didn't pale. say anything back to her, but in my head I was like, this, very... this looks like it should be much more golden very in color. Pale. Uh, but now I know why it was not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was it cooked? For sure. 100%. Was when I proud t- of it from what I was able to accomplish? For sure. 100%. It 
Is it my best work? 100% no. 100% Where, no. When you took your bite, did you, like, take a big bite into it? Or did you just, like, rip off a small piece and throw it in your mouth? Well, like, you know, to get to the chocolate, you need to bite through a big piece yeah. of bread. So I, like, took a big bite so I could get the bread. At... <laughs> Jesus just Christ. Just dog is having a great time right now. He's, like, looking at me like, Mom, please give me attention. Just that dog is named Hiccup, by the way. Yeah, a great name, I know. Don't have to tell me that twice. Um, yeah, so I took a giant bite, and it was just, like, filling my mouth with, like, pure and utter dry, just dry as fuck bitterness. It was, I don't know how to describe it other than that. It was just bitter and dry as fuck, because, like, the chocolate... Itself is dry, because dark chocolate is very dry. And then that mixes it with the dry pastry, because you don't really, like, add anything on there, because when you buy pre-made puff pastry, the butter's already in there. But we all know yeah. it's not enough butter. Um, so, so, yeah. I don't oh, know. man. Yeah. I was really excited when Josette said she wanted to do the pan out chocolate, because for a long time now, I wanted to make my own croissants from scratch. But I know it's a very very time consuming process you know you're gonna be spending half your day just waiting for everything to to chill properly to roll out because you need to make sure that everything stays cold throughout the entirety of the process yep so i was i was excited to see how this went for uh for joe set oh cool you can definitely hear my neighbor revving the engine i was about to say like did something just move (laughs) You gotta but, uh, love them unedited podcasts. You know? I know, right? You know, it's just, it's our last episode. We spend so much time editing these every week. I think we touched on it last week, too. We edit so too. this for, like, three hours an episode. Yeah, so it's not So it's great. not easy, and, you know, it's not like we're getting paid to do it either. So for these last couple, we're just like, you know what? Let's just let it be. We'll show the true episode for what it is, and uh, what we get is what we get, and what you guys get. You don't have to pay for it either, so either be happy with it or suck it. <laughs> we should, like, make one of those ads. You know where, like, they, like, are doing those, like, starving children in Africa ads? It was, like, one, one dollar of your donation. And be like, one, listen, can uh, contribute one penny. One penny. Because <laughs> we're like, one penny. Good fucking God. We, we are at, uh, like, $2.75 right now. We are. So, We're making bank. At this point, we can split it like almost 150 both ways. Yeah. We, we've officially We're so close. we officially have enough in our account to withdraw it now. Thank God, because I was stressing there for a second. I so. didn't think we'd make it. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <old> two dollars. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. But yeah. So, I mean, this is just simply why you guys are getting unedited content right now, and also just Seth and I have crazy weeks this week. It's going to be great. I mean, it's Christmas, man. What can you do? Exactly. So, which, speaking of that, so we did mention it's the season finale this week. It is. Um, We wanted to tell you guys what the plan is moving forward. So, initially, Josette and I were going to take, I think, just one week off. Yeah. (laughs) And be like, that's our break. No. And then we were like, you know what? Let's do two weeks. Because then we can just start in 2022. Uh, And then after that, we're just like, man, that's still really not a lot of time, actually. And Josette and I have something really fun planned as well, but we need to be physically together in order to do it, um, which I don't want to talk about it because it's what we're—it's going to be part of season two. But luckily, Josette and I are going to see each other in less than a month because we're going to Iceland. Oh yay! Yeah, so excited! Like 
three and a half weeks. So that's going to be awesome. Um, but with that being said, we decided that it'd probably make the most sense if our very first episode back is the Wednesday after we get back from Iceland, which is January 26th. So keep is. your eyes peeled for that. That will be the return of season two. And who knows? I might just get bored and end up doing like little mini episodes for the podcast in between that time anyways, you know, talk about some real issues. Right. Or, or other stuff that is exciting. Who knows? But yeah, like how the government is shit dicking ass. <laughs> real issues. I feel like that applies to every country. <laughs> That's facts. Listen, people romanticize moving to Europe, but they don't realize that their government's pretty fucked up, too. There's some places that are really good, you know? Like, you think of, like, Switzerland. They have a pretty fucking good, a good setup over there. But anywhere else, you're like, oh, it's so amazing to be living in this country and everybody there's prop Grass is always greener on the other side is kind of what I'm getting at. <laughs> That's all I'm 100%. saying. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So... But, you know, that's what we're going to do for season two. Um, we might change up the format a little bit, too. Joe and I have been in, we've been in talks with, uh, you know, Spotify to acquire our podcast, so. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Some real serious stuff is about to go down. They keep emailing us. And honestly, it's a hassle at this point. I hate oh responding. Joe's, when's the last time you checked our email account? I don't think I've ever checked our email account. I'm going to be honest with you. Could you imagine if there's, like, like sponsors, like, hello, it. hello? <laughs> People are like, I love your podcast. Do you want to collab? Fucking like oh Hank God. Green and Hank Green and John Green literally collaborated <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds when they realized that he had messaged them months ago on Instagram oh, and they never saw it. And then they finally had him on his podcast and they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I never noticed you. I well, it's like, uh, it's like T-Pain. Did you ever see that TikTok of him when he didn't realize the Instagram feature had like all the chat requests for people that you don't like follow? And so he's on his TikTok doing a screen recording of his phone, scrolling through all of these celebrities who messaged him, like, trying to get in touch with him or talk to him about things, wanted to collaborate, and he didn't even know it for two years. So he just looked like an absolute dick. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. That will probably be us. He's on there. He's like, now I'm this asshole who didn't even respond back to any of these people right all these gaming companies are just messaging us like hey i heard you wanted to try out beta oh my games god good god dude i fucking swear we should probably check that well we probably not but like we should yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll do it after the episode that's what we say but we... <laughs> let's be honest well, here oh my gosh can you imagine that we get back to them they it takes us a month to reply to some Oh, yeah, we'd love to. Uh, by the way, we're not having another episode for a month, so... So we'll hop on at that point. <laughs> then we'll be making two cents per episode, and it'll be... Oh, even, It'll be greater. It'll be so much better. Amazing. Oh, man. Well, welcome to the lives of... The lives and minds of Josette and myself. Oh, 100%. It's, it's great stuff. So exciting so great but yeah so we we might switch up the format a little bit we do have something really fun and different planned that we already know for sure that we're gonna do uh but yeah we just need to be in person to do a couple of these things and uh we will be ready to hit you guys back in a month but before we do that we have one final episode to get through 
Stu. Well, not to get through, that sounds like... <laughs> we had to trudge through this fucking episode for you guys, so you better be grateful and listen to it twice so we can get two cents out of every listen. Is that oh, how it works? Man. That's probably not how it works, huh? No, I don't think so. God damn it. I think it, like, you have to make I think a second like, registers Spotify. By, like, the, yeah. I think it registers by, like, the IP address, probably. So if you do mm. it once over Wi-Fi and once over data... And once on your laptop. You know, maybe that'll work, and but it also could just be between like uh, accounts, accounts as well so if that's the case make one account on your laptop one account on your phone sign up for the family account just for yourself so you can make multiple accounts on the family spotify account and then you know every cent will go towards <laughs> two starving regular adult people living in two different <laughs> states i'm not i, I mean i'm i'm sure you're Cameron's starving fine. <laughs> i'm i'm debatable that's for sure Josette did not eat dinner. No. She told me she has cold brew in the fridge and that counts and I yelled at her. I bought, you should be proud of me, because I, I bought an almond milk cold brew instead of deciding to fuck my guts up with lactose. Josette, I don't care what you do to your guts. I'll be proud of you when you eat legitimate food for your meals. I thought I, I thought that was going a completely different way, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to say, like, I'd be proud of you if you rearrange your guts you know in that sense because i'd be i'd be proud of myself too in what sense you know when people say like oh yeah i rearranged your guts i don't know what you mean Josette. you're gonna make me say it that's why you're doing you know exactly what that's ex- yeah you know exactly what i'm saying your face says Josette, it, all. it it's not really like connecting with me can you no i'm me? not gonna say it out loud i'm pretty sure the listeners know exactly what i'm saying Oh, so you're just going to assume that everyone who listens knows what you're talking about considering of it out con- for them. Considering, according to our statistics, our average listener is 18 to 34, I'm pretty sure that they know what rearrange your guts means. <laughs> but not all of our listeners are 18 to 34 and may not be hip with the lingo. Well, then they better get their heads out of their asses and go on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> so... Wow, you're going to make them do the work, even though you could just say it so that they Urban Dictionary, to. first of all, is just a very deep, dark chasm of absolutely not- I only go there if I'm desperate to know exactly what's happening. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, I never want to touch this website. It's just, you never know. You I mainly never know. only ever used Urban Dictionary to look up the weird, like, sexual things that people talk about, like... Back in the day, it was like, oh, what's a Dirty Sanchez? What's a Cleveland Steamer? You know, stuff like that. So, One of my... Okay, this is completely off topic and 100% random. But one of my, like, biggest jokes that I very, very much want to make is, um, like, finding, like, two really hot guys while I'm in Paris. Or even, like, going to Paris with two really hot guys. Um... And then going to the Eiffel Tower and being like, oh, is that an I- the Eiffel Tower? And then just slowly pan over to oh, them just standing in the background. I think just that'd be hilarious. Like, the perfect dad joke ever. Yeah, the perfect dad joke. It, it would be, though, because it'd be like, oh, that's that's just dad energy. Oh, Daddy energy. Man. You know? <laughs> okay. That's... <laughs> Just said is very proud of that joke. I just need you to know that. Oh. Everybody's listening to this like, oh god, we should never let her do unedited episodes ever again. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Correct. We're getting we're getting really close to you know, 
the drunk episode that Josette and I recorded as well. I'm just thinking well about all point, the so. people that I know listen to this, and I can't believe that I'm talking like this right now, considering I know that there are some people that I know, like, really personally, <laughs> that I would feel very uncomfortable saying this in front of their face. And to well, those people, which you probably know who you are, I'm very sorry. Well, don't worry, Josette. On that note, since you mentioned that, um, I will go ahead and say Josette, has told me on multiple occasions that she would love to be Eiffel Towered by Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson. But who wouldn't? But who <laughs> fucking wouldn't? Tell me, name one person right now that's not like Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson in the same room. Hello? I, Hello? I'm that person who would say no. That's just oh, are you? Though. So if, if Megan Fox was also in that same room and she was like, you should have a foursome with us, you would just be like, nah. I would 100% say nah. <laughs> Really? I would have to get Eiffel Towered by Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly just to sleep no, with I Megan don't... Fox. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> good. roasted. I'm, I'm good. It's a hard pass. <laughs> okay, but first of all, I want to say, Cameron said, I don't know, like, I don't exactly remember the context because it was a really long time ago, but uh, it was either Cameron or Matt that said, like, they would, they wouldn't save me. Who was it? I was talking about how I would possibly get kidnapped, and then you mentioned something about, like, getting, like, spit-roasted and said that you wouldn't save me or some shit like that. Uh, if it involved me getting spit-roasted, yeah, I would not save you, no. I would say it's been really nice knowing you, and I am very grateful for the years we had together. Like, he wouldn't even save me. But I know that, okay, but I'm not really surprised, because you also wouldn't save anybody by sucking a dick. 100% 100% that is correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if that ever presents itself and I'm kind of, I'm literally about to die and somebody's like, pay your dues. No. I'd be screwed. Because, look, there are multiple reasons for this. Arguably the biggest is the fact that even if I did it out of the goodness of my heart, whoever it was whose life I saved would bring it up relentlessly. And be like, hey man, remember that time you uh, sucked a dick so that I could live? Gay. <laughs> or if they're a true friend, they just never speak of anything ever again. Like, never again. Just that, stay do you between think you. That if, that if that happened, you would never, ever bring that up again? Probably not in front of people. Mm. But I, I would I would probably, hmm. like, hit you up what and just be happened, like, hey, what, what just I happened to a true friend would never, ever bring it up again? Guess I'm not a true friend. A fake hmm. friend would never bring it up again. Let's be interesting. There's, there's okay. There's a, there's a thin line between a, a a friend and a best friend, and that line is if you will laugh if they fall on their fucking face. That's the line. If you are laughing and pulling out your phone while your friend is just absolutely gonzo, that's a best friend right there. Or if you're making a joke about how your friend only has one living parent instead of two. Exactly. Ease the tension. Just that has been there before with me as well. Been so. there, done that. But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna... Yeah, just, you know, peace out, Joe. That's that's all I'm gonna say if it came down to it. I love you, but we're not even dating, so nah, I'm good. <laughs> so you would suck a dick to, for somebody you are dating? I don't know. Hmm. Guess there's I, only one I way I would to never, find out. I would never know without being forced into that situation which you know we're gonna hope that never happens (laughs) 
So, Melissa, if you're hearing us, our goal is to get Cameron to date somebody, absolutely fall head over heels, and then put her in a life-threatening situation. And then we'll finally figure out the answer, if he will or not. Yeah, good luck with that, because my dating life is shit. That's why I'm saying, (laughs) you'll never see it coming. Oh, man. It's just like, it's so fucking hard to date, dude. I agree. Dating fucking sucks, bro. Yeah. Completely agree, especially around this time of year, too. I, dating's pointless this time of year. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before in a podcast. This is the third or fourth straight year I had at least one date in the month of December. And none of them have really, like, it's always just like, man, why do I even try? That's That's what it gets to feel like at this point now. You got with so many people, and it's like, ugh. Talk to so many people, say the same things over and over, learn the same things. It's like, fucking annoying. I don't know. It, I, it's kind of fucking stupid, which I think why it's taking me so long to, like, want to date again, because I just hate getting to know people again. Like, the same old questions, like, over and over and over again. Like, oh, so. It's not even what that I hate like getting to, to know them, but it's like, I hate sharing the same stuff over and over again yeah it's like how many times am i gonna have to do this it's just gotten to the point that if somebody ever asked me like oh so how's life i go so i'm severely depressed sometimes i don't get well it's like i think what sucks even more is i know so many people who it just happened for them right away Mm. all of my closest friends from high school who still live in utah that i see whenever i go into town they all met in high school pretty much and got married you know and then even our, like, friends now, it happened pretty quickly for them. Not to say that, you know, like, yeah, some of them waited till like, they're, you know, 23, 24, 25 to, like, meet someone. But still, it was, like, one, two tries and gold, you know? Yeah. And then I don't even know how many women I've dated at this point. And I can't even get, like, shit for a relationship. <laughs> That's facts. So, it's like, fuck. I hate it. I think, like, I don't know. If I actually, like, wanted to try, I'm not saying it would be easy. I'm not saying that at all. Because it definitely fucking wouldn't. Because I just hate, I hate people. I don't hate people. I I don't know, like, what I'm... (sighs) Just that I've said this many times. I think people who listen to this have heard me say it, too. The only reason you're not in a relationship is because you don't want to be. Yeah. You are the type of person who it's like, I feel like you could just kind of have your pick of the litter pretty much. I wouldn't say pick of the litter because I know for a fact that if Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson okay. came up to me. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> they'd be like, "Ah, oh, you're so sweet. And then go bang Kim K. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to beat Kim K. I'm not going to beat Ariana Grande. Fucking serious. Like, have you seen okay. people that they've dated? Take, Holy shit. Take celebrities out of the equation, though. If Harry and Styles look at every came day. up to me, I'd be like, I'd probably have to become a dude at that point in order to even have a chance with him. So I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Shawn Mendes, maybe. Just, just, just look at the everyday people, though. You know, you stack up pretty well to the average look, person. Look, you said pick of the litter, okay? I'm going to pick top tier out of the litter, oh, okay? Just the top, the, top, the top of the tier. You knew what I meant. If any, okay, so it, realistically, if I had a chance with every any celebrity, it would probably be Shawn Mendes, though. You know what I was really, 
reeling. You know what I was realizing? So I watched all of season three of Selena and Chef over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I feel like realistically, I could have a chance with Selena Gomez. She's very chill, down to earth. She doesn't like the extravagance, like because her life is so hectic. She even said on her show, she's like, I like to live very low key, you know? And I think she cares way more about someone's personality than what they look like necessarily, which plays great into my hand. <laughs> One of the things I absolutely love about that show is just like you see how much she struggles with dating like literally every other person. Because yeah. every time she's all like, oh, I want like a guy or oh, boy troubles. Like, oh, I'm just talking to a guy. Like, it's Selena fucking Gomez. Like, what? what is like, what are these guys doing? so fucking stupid right? what are they doing what are they doing they're just like oh maybe no no it's lady gomez are you kidding me are you kidding me i've seen that she's been trying to get with dylan o'brien which i totally ship that hmm. i mean i'm not a dylan o'brien person like he doesn't really excite me but i can see it okay he seems like it he's got that like nerdy kind of personality that quirky kind of person that selena usually mm-hmm. goes for mm-hmm. so i don't know and Taylor Swift is Selena Gomez's, like, best friend. And she usually, she recently used Dylan O'Brien in one of her music videos. So there's an end. Yes. There's an end, you know? Um, but anyways, we straight off topic there. Always. So you were saying, though, you don't like people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's... I just, I just, it's really hard to just find something to connect with on people. And sometimes it takes a lot of effort. And it's not mm. like I'm not willing to give that effort, but sometimes well, but that's it's just the thing, so tiring. It's like, how much effort should it take to even feel a connection with someone? Yeah, I don't know. You shouldn't have to work that hard to find a connection. It needs, like, I feel like if you're doing that, you're literally trying to force it. And it should just be authentic and natural, you know? Yeah. See, because, like, I've talked with guys that haven't really, like, given me the light of day before. They're just kind of, like, talk to talk. You know what I mean? And then I've talked to guys who, like, I don't even need to initiate anything. They're all like, oh, my gosh, like, what's up, you know? And it's just kind of like, at this point in my life, I realize that, like, the people I actually need to probably... Here's here's my toxic trait is that I'm like, I can get them eventually. And so I keep going, like, I keep, like, trying. You know what I mean? When they're like, Yeah, when they're, like, clearly not interested. When there's, like, people who are actually interested in me. And I go, "Mm, I can't try to do that because what if you know mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. I, I become like absolutely stagnant and absolutely like oh yeah no i'll totally get this like eventually one day and then there's like probably some like amazing dude out there going like that was nice i tried my best <laughs> you know like just waiting for you to give him a shot exactly so at this point my whole like ideology is just like what what's one day gonna do you know what i mean what's one day gonna yeah. fucking do nothing I'm not gonna do anything so it's a very new uh ideology you've taken on yeah like who cares at this point nobody hmm. no one i was well, literally talking to my friend the other day because i was telling him how much um because he brought up something about uh one night stands or some shit like that and i was like i'm not very comfortable i wouldn't be comfortable with doing that right mm-hmm. and then like he started like talking about like his um I guess thought process with those because like for me especially the way i was raised like i would feel super fucking guilty if i ever if i ever well did that. you're also a very like deeply emotional 
emotionally connected person too. Yeah. And one night stands are just like, like fuck it. There's there's no feeling in it whatsoever. It's just you're having sex just to have sex. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And the thing is that like, while I I I love the about myself that I don't just like absolutely just whatever you know to everyone and their dog. know that kind of sounds weird but you know to everybody you know like I like that about myself but at the same time I'm like okay but like what what experiences am I just like controlling myself to not have it's not not that I'm saying like I really want to have a one night stand that's the greatest experience in my life but like what other things am I missing that I'm probably like withholding myself from you know? Like by not having a one night stand. No, or just, just by like general? just by like being like very conservative with the way that okay, I feel yeah, yeah. about people. Yeah, so just in general. Gotcha. Yeah, like just feelings in general. Like not yeah. in the sense that I'm just gonna go sleep with everybody because what if I'm missing out on some? No, but like just in the sense <laughs> that like maybe I'm being a little too conservative with the way that I like register my feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's fair. I get that. But who knows? It's hard though. I mean, when like it's who you are. And I don't mean you specifically, just in general. Like, that's who you are. That's that's how people are. Some people are, anyways. And it's hard to just turn yourself off and be someone that you're not. Because you're like, well, I don't want to be like that this time. And then you're suddenly just like, how do I not be like that? Okay, well, let's try to not be like that. Yeah. And it doesn't. It's hard. <laughs> I've tried to do that before. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It is difficult, but I don't know. I guess that's what well, life is really all about, though. Just putting yourself kind of out there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it definitely doesn't. Right. <laughs> so. I also, like, absolutely love how this was supposed to be about, like, a Christmas episode. Christmas. And we're just, like, talking about our feelings. <laughs> I know. This is kind of like gotten a little deep. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Day. Anyway, Christmas is a great holiday season. <laughs> it's full of love and cheer and joy. If you're this is like a continuation of Joe Set and I in Washington D.C. the first night. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a fun time. Right. Super great time. It always it always happens every time. Every time, we just see so. each other. We're like, fuck. Let's just talk about our feelings. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> For real, though. I feel like I was way more, uh, way more deep and into it than I ever had been that night, though. I agree. I, like I needed to, to yeah. get some shit off my chest. Yeah, I feel like we also hadn't been in that situation for so long that it was just, like, an emotional kind of, like, vomiting. Yeah. Just, like, boom. You know? Mm-hmm. But, hey, it was very therapeutic. Yeah, so. I enjoyed it. I was I was literally sitting there the other day, and I was like, I feel like I like really don't even regret anything I said. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, I was like, I'm happy I said all that shit. <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, no regrets. But, but yes, this is supposed to be a Christmas episode. So, let's talk about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Christmas is a lonely if, season. Um, if you made it this far, guys, good job. We're proud of you. You are a true friend. You, you truly care. See, if I was listening to a podcast and all of a sudden they started spilling about their feels, I'd be like, ooh, this person's got I would some be really trauma. invested, yeah. Right? I'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, what are they talking about? So if you've seen The real podcast this, content should have been that night in Washington, D.C. <laughs> right? Just sitting oh, there man. like, oh, yeah. What is life, really? 
man. Um, But yeah, so when we were trying to figure out, like, what we were going to do for this episode, I was like, I don't know, let's just talk about Christmas in general, you know? Like, everyone has, for the most part, really good memories when it comes to Christmas. So I feel like it's a good note to go off on. We can talk about some of the stuff that, you know, really sticks out to us and some of our feelings about Christmas and the traditions associated with it and, and everything that comes with the holiday. Uh, we're not going to talk about decorating because we did that a few weeks ago and everyone knows how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> but I will have you all know my house is fully decorated. Proud of you. I'm literally right next to my lit Christmas tree right now. So I'm not. That's that's fine. My Christmas you know, tree is you, in my living room. Yes. You don't have much room in, in your room for a tree. I could try, so. but it would be more depressing than it is now. My uh, my neighbors have four Christmas trees in their Jesus house. Jesus Christ, why? Uh, they have one in like their their dining area, one in their living room, and then I think one in their baby's room and one in their bedroom. So my neighbor's wife loves loves Christmas and loves decorating for it. Are they like fake trees? Yes. Are they, they are. cohesive? I don't know. I didn't. Mm go into the bedrooms to look at the trees be like oh can i see all your trees <laughs> all of them every single one yeah no. i was supposed to decorate my desk at work for christmas but yeah after halloween i was just like wow so you haven't decorated at all for christmas is what i'm hearing i have not decorated at all for christmas is your room right now decorated at all for christmas because it doesn't look like it i never decorate my room for anything Hmm. And Josette was calling me a Grinch this whole time, and she hasn't even See, decorated. but the Christmas spirit is not about decorations. It's about what you carry in your heart. You know, mm. the Christmas spirit is alive within all of us. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking about what you carry in your heart, then, Josette, what is, like, one specific moment of you opening a present? From, for Christmas that you'll probably never forget. Or at least that you still remember. We were like, man, that was like the ultimate moment right there. Oh, this is great. I just remembered that we're not even editing this episode. So we're going to have so much dead space so much to dead space. while we think about answers Luckily to these for questions. you guys, I know exactly the moment. Um, nope. Josette is not going to be telling jokes to fill in dead space this time. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, because Cameron maybe <laughs> edited out the other one earlier. <laughs> yeah. It was golden. Um, sure. It was great. I'll tell it right now. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Um, no. So. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, I mean, if, if you're still thinking, I can go because I know what mine is. I know what mine is. Um, okay. So it was, this is going to sound really depressing. It was a year before my parents got divorced because uh, my dad had actually left two weeks before Christmas the next year. So it was a traumatic experience. Um, anyway, right, guys, so please stay. Please stay on the train. I, we may have faked you out by saying that you know it was going to be upbeat now, but. <laughs> anyway, Christmas is a rough season for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, uh, so it was the year I was. I think I was fourteen. Uh, so background on me: I uh, learned to longboard when I was nine years old. So I've always had a passion for, like, longboarding and skateboarding. Um, skateboards are a lot easier and cheaper to come by, though. So um, the year before, my cousin had um, 
gifted me his Yu-Gi-Oh skateboard. It was bad fucking ass, okay? <laughs> so badass. Um, so he gifted me my, his Yu-Gi-Oh skateboard because he was moving out of state, and it was, like, the treasuredest, most treasured thing in my life. Like, I fucking love that thing. I would, like, ride it up and down my driveway. It was great. Um, and then that summer, um, my brother broke it. He broke my Yu-Gi-Oh skateboard in half. He, like, jumped on it. Damn. And it was a hand-me-down skateboard, so it was worn down for the most part. And I had worn it down even more so. So it wasn't hard to break. It was basically on its last leg. But I was very upset. Very, very fucking upset. Um, and so, uh, you know, I didn't really know the concept of how... how pricey skateboards were at the time. I just knew it was... I mean, since I had to get a hand-me-down one, like, they're probably, like, you know, pretty expensive. Um, yeah. They're not cheap. Yeah. So, that year, uh, I didn't ask for one for Christmas or anything like that. It wasn't anything like that. Um, but uh, the way my parents do Christmas is, of course, we open all our presents the on midnight on Christmas Eve. And usually what we used to do growing up was we would, my parents would stay up all night while we would watch... Uh, movies upstairs and uh, they would fill the floor with balloons so that way when you walk in it's just basically just balloons covering the floor and so that night I wasn't really expecting anything so I was just walking down the stairs as per usual you know Christmas time so much fun Um, and my family we weren't like well off so uh, Christmas is for us we're mostly donated presents and things like that. So, um, we go, we walk down the stairs, balloons flying everywhere, you know, typical Christmas spirit. It was amazing. And then, um, my dad is all like, oh, just say the, we missed a present for you. You want to go grab it? It's just under the tree. And we used to keep our tree in our foyer and, um, our foyer was like ginormous, so it was like a giant tree. So I was like looking and I whatever, and I was like, I don't see a present. And they're like, Oh, just you know, check under there. And I like lifted up the branch, and there, amongst the branches, shining in the golden light of the of the twinkling Christmas tree lights, was was a skateboard. Nice. And that was the best well, present ever. Do you remember ever. the the like deck design that was on it? Uh, it was just basic red. It was just a red oh, okay. bottomed okay. skateboard. It wasn't anything terrible, but I love yeah. red. For those of you who know me, I love red colors. Um, but yeah. Did you use it a lot? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. 100%. Nice. That yeah. summer was the best summer of my life. No. That's way really cool. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my gift. No, that's awesome. I feel like it's always cool when you know, you know that every kid and an adult has like that one present that they just, they're going to remember forever you know yeah. i think it's cool to hear those stories and for me it was um it was a little bit after the nintendo 64 had come out and i like woke up on christmas morning and underneath the tree was it wasn't even wrapped it was just sitting there and there was an n64 and a super nintendo and my parents were like okay well you know like santa said that you can only keep one of these. We have to take. We have to give the other one back so that you know he can give it to someone else. So they're like, "So which one do you want?" And I was like sitting there looking at the back of the boxes, and I ended up picking the N64. Man, what a great decision that was! I think to this day it might actually still be my favorite console. 
and it could just be like a huge nostalgia thing but i'm ne- i will never ever forget that day where i like walked out into the living room and underneath the tree were those two systems and they were just like okay pick one and you know i'm guessing they took the other one back to the store but you never know they just kept it for themselves you in never their room it <laughs> was like ah oh, this so. is great we have one too no that's fucking <laughs> awesome but yeah and it was just like so cool and my dad would always play the n64 with me also so it was cool so we played like goldeneye together and our favorite game to play together was space invaders though that's a good one on the n64 that's and we just one. had so much fun playing that so yeah for me that's like top you tier know. yeah so what about giving gifts joe what's your favorite gift you've ever gifted to someone um which that's a hard one because i don't even know what mine is for that um so i'm definitely gonna have to think on that one as well yeah <laughs> well also filling dead space no, we're fine we're chill <laughs> the thing is that like i love giving gifts and i've given so many gifts so yeah. many of them um but like i i don't know i like putting lots and lots of thought into my gift because like for sure go ahead <laughs> one thing that i like to do is like yeah, I like getting Christmas lists and stuff from people, but I hardly ever go off their list, let's be completely honest, because sometimes I'll see something and go, this screams this person, you know, and then I'll just, like, end up getting something, or I'm like, you know, I know they asked for this, but I know this holds, like, a really precious part of their heart. Mm-hmm. I just like, I like gifts that invoke emotion. Um, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. I think I have a story, which, ironically, very similar to the one I just told. Um, But, uh, not sure if people are familiar, but honestly, if you're not familiar, you're probably living under a rock. Um, But, uh, my dog is, like, chewing up plastic. I hope you guys get here. I was wondering what that noise was. (laughs) Hey, come here. Do not. Uh. Anyways, um, so so uh, penny boards are like this huge giant thing. I think they originated in Australia. I think they mostly sell them in California now. I don't remember. Anyway, so they're this huge thing. They sell like penny nickel boards and whatever. But basically, their whole concept is that they're mini long boards. Um, and me and my younger sister love to. My younger sister especially. She loves to long board. She has a bunch of long boards. Nope, come here. Do not go back there. Come here. <laughs> come on. Oh, hiccup. You're making so much noise. Look at this. Look at this. Whoa. Hiccup's like, I don't care about your podcast. No. Pay attention. Um, anywho, so penny boards, though, are, are pretty expensive because um, they come from Australia and shipping costs $5 million. Anyway. Yeah. So, my sister, that whole year, kept saying, like, oh, penny boards are so cool. Like, I'm going to save up money. I'm going to get a penny board. Um, And this year, I think it was our second Christmas in foster care. So, you know, we were both still pretty much getting used to it and everything like that. And so, I was like, you know what? I had gotten a job at that point. I was working at Topgolf. (laughs) And I didn't have any bills to pay at that moment, um, of course, but I was working part-time on, like, minimum wage, so it was super great. Um, 
I'll edit that out later. Uh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> I know, right? I was not planning on getting a phone call at 10 o'clock at night. For real. So. Um, yeah, no. So I, she just kept talking about it. And I was like, okay, like, it's a lot of money. But I'm going to try my best to see if I can, like, save up and do this. Because I think also at the time I was going to community college. So it was like, I mean, it was expensive. But it was coming out of my pocket, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so I I saved up money. Christmas came. I think it cost me. I straight up like I think it was like three hundred dollars. It was a lot of money for, for me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like eighteen <laughs> or something. Yeah. So I was I was baby. Dude. Oh man. Stop it. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Jesus Are you Christ. just gonna pick him up and put him in your lap? That's what Josette does from time to time. She just picks him up and holds him. It's because he needs to be stopped. He's a little bitch. A little (laughs) demon. I love him so much. Hey, don't even think about it. (laughs) Jesus. Anyway. You'd be like, well, this is one hell of a season. Uh, This is so great. (laughs) So hectic. (laughs) Anyway, so um, I saved up money and I I bought her one. I had to buy it like a month before Christmas because they were very popular at the time. It was a month or two before Christmas. So I didn't have a lot of time to save up because I you know, don't usually think of gifts that far out. So I ended up getting her like a customized one, like a custom, like I custom designed it and everything to like what she, um, wanted, I guess. Cause I had sneakily like the whole time had been like, you know, we'd been like making gifts and stuff like that. Um, making gifts, you know, making like little mock designs or whatever. And I just like started like picking apart like what she wanted. And so I like went online and I like, custom made everything and I even got her a penny backpack which you can <laughs> strap your penny for to the back of the backpack um but yeah and uh just seeing her open that on Christmas because she never thought she would get one um that was that was really mm-hmm. nice that was a really fun yeah a really fun experience but no that's awesome I bet she really did like that yeah I wish that I had a story quite like that I just like I don't even know that my favorite gifts I've ever given have been for for Christmas. Like I've I've found out over time that, you know, one of my love languages is actually gift giving, which I, I didn't really know. I think my primary one is quality time, but my secondary is definitely gift giving. And I think part of it is because it, it makes people happy. Yeah. And I love making people that I care about happy. Yeah. You know, it's not like a girlfriend even or, or anything like that. It's just like you know, I think something makes me think of my friends and I'm like, you know what? I know that they would really like this. And I, I feel like the best gifts are when people aren't even expecting them. You know? Um, I remember for you when we were living together, you were like super stressed out with school and work and stuff going on. And I put together this little like care package type thing for you and left it on your bed. You know, like I just love doing stuff for that for people so it's hard for me to even like pinpoint one thing in particular because i've never had anything where i've gotten like a reaction like that from someone you know uh probably part of like growing up as an only child too <laughs> like, True. you don't and my family is always like oh well you know we don't we don't want anything like don't get us anything save your money all that sort of stuff so it's always hard i don't know i guess if i had to like go with my favorite one though um this year i, I bought my mom a fire pit for her backyard which is, like, the first time I feel like I've ever, like, really gotten a true, true quality gift for for a family member. Because my dad was always impossible to shop for. Oh, my God. 
he would never tell anyone what he wanted and it's like you never knew what he wanted oh that's a lie my favorite gift i've ever given is for my dad actually but it wasn't for christmas it was for father's day a few years ago um i think it was actually the last father's day that i had with him and he my dad is an avid collector of comics you know he loves all that stuff loves all the figurines everything um which is funny because i feel like people would like look at my dad and not think that that's the type of stuff that he's into but uh i found this new comic that had been created and it was like a hybrid of like the goonies and um scooby-doo and like something else and it's not like it was those characters but you know that's like that was the spirit of it and uh so i bought him the first three or first five issues of it that were in publication and like a couple little collectibles to go with it and that was the most excited i've ever seen my dad for a gift damn and i was like oh i did it i got it i got something right right here i was like he legitimately likes this and i called my mom and i was like hey mom i want to do this for dad for father's day so she was like oh yeah like you know like that sounds great let me pay for half of it also um and he just thought it was so cool and you know he never even read the comics which i didn't expect him to either because he liked to keep things in the sleeves so that they were you know well protected and stuff like that but it was just like his reaction and i could tell that he legitimately thought that it was such a cool gift and for me mentally that was such a win because that was a very rare <laughs> rare thing that i felt like i ever got my dad a truly good gift so nice yeah so that it. was a fun one for me yeah no gift giving is 100 percent like my my love language for sure like my main one gift giving second one is definitely personal time no quality, quality time. time there we go yeah. i just love just to be around people that i care about whether it's like mm-hmm. even just sitting on the couch with them like that's like my jam that's what i love but. yeah i've realized uh touch is not one of mine <laughs> at all i do not need to be in like physical contact with someone 24 7 no I'd much prefer not to be actually in, like, cuddle on the couch or something like that, but... I can't be cuddled nah. when I sleep. I suffocate. It's... It's... I I am a very warm-bodied individual, and it's, like, brutal if anyone ever wants to... Especially at nighttime. If someone wants to, like, sleep cuddled with me. My body is basically a human heater. So, to have to then be even warmer... Cuddled up with someone is brutal, and I hate it. I pretty much just wait for them to fall asleep, and then I immediately roll away. (laughs) Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm miserable. Because it's not like I'm warm, because I'm not a warm person. It's just that, like, literally, I feel like I'm being strangled. Like, literally, it feels like I can't breathe. They're just, like, around me, and I'm just like, please get off. Please get off me. I need my personal space. Do not touch me. Do not touch me while I'm trying to sleep. I literally can't fall asleep. I'm like, this is so uncomfy do not yeah hex like stop oh man um all right well what is something that you are really hoping to get for christmas or that you would love to get for christmas my sanity but uh (laughs) but not really though that's not a joke i need to beg it's not fair (laughs) no i'm just kidding um Uh. something that i'm really hoping to get for christmas that you've either asked for or that you just would like be like oh that's awesome that that's under the tree for me it's the new xbox <laughs> for me it's the new playstation no, i'm just kidding 
<laughs> not really though. I definitely love a new PlayStation. Um, like I even play on it anymore, dude. I don't play on anything besides yeah. PC nowadays. Um, yeah, I know. Tough question. Yeah, that's super hard because I feel like if I want something, I usually get it. Yeah, I'm the same way, but obviously the Xbox has been impossible to come. Facts. Out, if so. Santa could give us. Do you what have anything really that you're wanted. like wanting for uh, Iceland? Wanting for Iceland money. Like new boots. <laughs> new boots would be yeah nice. I mean, I did buy a buy one get one fifty percent off at Target the other day. <laughs> Cost me like mm-hmm. twenty bucks. <laughs> for boots? Yeah, for boots. They're terrible. They're size too big. But it's the Why only. Why did you get them? Because they didn't come in half sizes. Wait, but you said it's a. It's a half size too big. Oh okay. Uh, but I thought that would work out fine since I'd be wearing big socks. But we'll see yeah, what happens because it makes me look out. like a clown. I put yeah. them on and I'm like, mm, this is unattractive. But maybe that's just me. That'll maybe it's just because I know be the, the size of my feet. That'll be the day for sure that we take most of the photos then. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because they're shiny. I don't know. Anyway, something that I've really wanted, I think... okay take your time i can entertain the masses while we wait yeah for sure you're so entertaining um i mean you're still here five years later so either you're just hanging on by a thread at this point just so close just yeah i know that's why when i told you about the iceland tickets you were like yeah buy them right now i was like oh shit and then i did yeah for iceland you know for iceland you know for narnia Mm -hmm. Um, for Narnia. Actually, we should re re like they didn't film it in Iceland, but could you imagine me like for Narnia? Anyway, could easily do that as a TikTok. We totally could. Just like film you walking out your front door, and then the next part of it is you walking out the hotel door. No, or something me in going into my closet, like backing up, and then backing up into I like. Ooh, great idea! I'm a genius. Idea. I'm um, a genius. Then you could dress up like Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. The fawn. <laughs> the, ga- the half-goat man. Um, well, while Josette thinks about that, uh, I'm going to tell you guys, Josette told me that she uh, has a new idea for a podcast that really technically came from my mind. Um, I have these really insane dreams sometimes, guys. And Joe, if, if you think of this at any point, cut me off. So I'm still thinking, so go for it. But uh, basically, like, I've been told by multiple friends that my my dreams seem like movies. I've I've really vivid dreams and they get really in depth and it's kind of crazy sometimes at how much they really sort of mimic a movie. And Joe was like, "Cam, you should just like start a podcast where you just tell people what your dreams are." <laughs> like it can be my uh my auditory dream journal essentially. Because I had one a few weeks ago that I was telling our friend Melissa about it. And at one point she wrote me back and she said, Cam, when you told me this, I literally got chills because it was a creepy dream, but it sounded so much like, you know, this sort of horror thriller type of movie that you would a hundred percent see in a theater. So Joe, is that signal saying that you have your, I have a uh, question. Your story? Is this like attainable okay. gifts? Or, like, just whatever I would want for Christmas. You can't ask for Harry Styles. Okay, but, like, is it... Okay, so it's attainable gifts. 
continue on with the story. <laughs> what what were you gonna ask for? Oh, like a, a new car. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, something that you could attainable, something that you could okay. realistically actually get. <laughs> so, solid. All right, continue on. Oh man. And then I had another one of those dreams today, though, because um, I was so tired after spending the weekend in Texas. And I uh, I took a nap, and I woke up, and I was like, Joseph, I have to tell you this dream. And this one was, I don't even know how you would describe this one. Joe, how would you describe that dream that I told you? Today? Yeah. I don't even know, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was something else. That's like... Yeah, I really don't even know how to describe it without telling you guys the dream, which I'm not going to get into details because, you know, this is my intellectual property, so... We'll post it if you pay $5. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, get it, though? It is it is really my intellectual property because it came from my brain. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, anyway, I think I thought of a gift. Okay. Um, probably, thank God. <laughs> like, okay, we just heard Cameron ramble for like five minutes, but that's nice. Um, okay, so... There's this one guitar that I have been trying to get for... Is this the Shawn Mendes guitar? Yes. I've been trying to okay. get it for a while now. Now, they don't sell it anymore because they don't make it anymore, okay? But sometimes you can find them on, like, random sellers. Like, there's this one site that I'm kind of always watching, you know, just in case. Just in case. I was literally, like, this close to getting one. And then the seller wouldn't sell it to me unless I also bought the hard case with it. And that was an extra, like, 150 bucks. Damn. And I was like, mean. why can't you just sell it to me without it? And he's like, I don't feel comfortable packaging it alone and i was like well guess what fender doesn't package their guitars in hard cases so you're just trying to anyway so yeah it's a sean mendes guitar if you don't know what it is you can look it up it's literally everywhere it's like the most beautiful guitar i've ever seen but it's also the most vibiest guitar because he customized it to like his own like pickups and uh things like that and it just sounds so indie which is the vibe that mm. i like when i'm playing guitar um I don't know, it just sounds so pretty, and it looks so pretty. And I think that that's probably the one gift that I would want yeah, the most. Yeah, it's got, like, flowers all over the front of it, right? Yeah, it's just very, it's just yeah. a chill guitar. It's, like, so aesthetic. Cottage core, yeah. you know? <laughs> Giving share, you know? Um, yeah, that's probably what I would ask for. Nice. Well, maybe someday, Joseph. I know. I just have to go to you Canada. Know. They're in stock over there. I just have to bring it past the border. I mean, they were can, literally like a year like, ago. Can you just have it shipped to the U.S. from Canada? Customs are so fucking stupid, dude. It would literally mm. cost like an extra like a thousand something dollars, I think, to get it here. That sounds incorrect. I'm I'm There's not no kidding. Way. Like, because it's so rare and you have to pay customs and you have to pay shipping. I'm pretty sure it was like an extra like thousand dollars. Holy crap! That sounds criminal. It probably is. <laughs> Well, Joe, do you want to talk about anything more Christmassy before uh, we sign off for? Were you gonna share what gift weeks? you would want? I did. I said I was an Xbox. Oh, that's right. Oh, you were serious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was serious. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping that uh, you guys. I mean, this honestly gives people a good enough break that they're like, "Oh, well, we were kind of bored of them, but we'll see what they're up to now." 
Yeah, we're gonna have so, some awesome content when you guys come back. We're like I said, we might switch up the format a little bit, and um, we're gonna have some really fun stories to share from Iceland. I'm sure. Well, let's also hope. we're staying. Also, we're staying in New York for a day after we come back from Iceland too. Yeah. So we got a hotel near Times Square. And for uh, quite a while, when we almost fly out, because I'll be flying in at like six a.m. Yeah, yeah, we get. We're gonna have like probably eight hours to kill in new york before we even go on our flight and then we get in uh that like we get in in the evening when we come back so we'll have that night and we'll also have part of the morning and afternoon too so we'll have a lot of time in new york to do things joe wants to go to a, a club while we're in new york so you know i don't we'll see want to go i just want to go to see if people go to see if you can run into Pete Davidson. Exactly. Or Harry Styles. Or Lizzo. Or Styles. Lizzo goes. <laughs> like, uh, Miley Cyrus. Anybody. Anybody at that point. Anybody. Everybody who's anybody. I don't exactly know who'd be going to clubs in January, though. Only the cool people. Right. For sure. Most definitely. Who the fuck goes to Iceland in January? <laughs> the cool people. <laughs> so... It's probably what someone was just saying Kristen right before Stewart. I said it I would love to run into her there. Anyway. Why? Why would you love to Kristen run into Stewart. her there? Hmm. Who doesn't want to run into Kristen Stewart? Like, she's <laughs> hot as fuck. So. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, I hope that you have a very fantastic Christmas. And Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever you celebrate. We don't discriminate. I know for a lot of people, this is the time of year where they probably most often get to see their family if they don't get to any other time of the year. I'm going to South Carolina to see my family. So looking forward to that. Spend some time with them. But yeah, so we just hope you guys have a really good holiday. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to our first season. 19 episodes, Joe. And... We only were late on one episode by one day, and it's just because we both were, like, crazy busy that week. I'm proud of us. So We've accomplished which a lot. We also even gave everyone a heads up the previous week that yeah. it was going to be a day late. So, technically, we didn't even miss any of our deadlines. Nope. Look at that. We're amazing. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. Who would have thought? Feel, I feel very Not proud me. of that, actually. Right? I'm very proud. So. Cool. Well, All right. don't let the holiday season get depression get to you, you know? The, the what is it seasonal depression not holiday season depression yeah, that sounds yeah, season, seasonal depression <laughs> some people probably have holiday season depression honestly too, I, I do so that's valid it's complete <laughs> after christmas i'm like don't talk to me just don't fucking talk to me it's like oh great it's nice to see all of you happy couples it's like oh mm. cute you're kissing under the mistletoe go fuck yourself go fucking <laughs> fuck yourself <laughs> oh. how about you eat the mistletoe i've heard it's really delicious it's like, oh it's not poisonous at all i won't give you a rash <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> it's not a pest to some trees. Most trees, it's a pest. Oh, look, guys, these are these are mistletoe cupcakes. Don't they look so pretty? Like, eat the berries from, like, fucking Hunger Games. Like, oh, no, they're not poisonous. <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> anyway. I love how this episode is ending with us talking <laughs> shit about people who are in relationships. Ah, uh, but... W- it's okay, guys. <laughs> we're not bitter at all. What else would the Christmas spirit be than hating on cute couples, Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've said my piece. Josette, I'm going to let you wrap this episode up and say whatever else you would like to. Cool. And then, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll see you guys January 26th. 
Yes. Be prepared. Um, yeah, no, for reals. Thank you guys so much for listening. Whoever has been listening to every single episode every single week, kudos to you. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much. And while we do joke about like, oh, one penny every listen, it just, it's really cool to see those stack up because it shows us how much you guys appreciate us and are listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's, because it's like kind of not actually a joke. We do get a penny. We, we do get a penny and an a, a penny every listen. <laughs> Um, but no, we do appreciate you guys. Wish you happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Uh, happy Boxing Day for after Christmas if you're Canadian. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much it. We'll see you guys soon. Can't wait to give you guys some more content. So remember, two can keep a secret. If one of them is dead. <laughs>